naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black created the answer for our dog. It is rough greens, all the vitamins, minerals, probiotics and antioxidants, all the things that's cooked out that your dog needs to be healthy. Uno is one picky eater. Dennis pudding time. He doesn't like pudding when the pudding comes. Try it out for your dog right now. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or you can call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Rough Greens. Is that spelled with a U and an F and an F? Or or an A and a G and a T? to the Glenn Beck program. Well, the poll numbers are out for President Joe Biden. And it doesn't look good at all for him. And it's only going to get worse this week because the border has been on fire. We're about to pour gasoline all over this situation. We have Ken Paxton, the uh, the uh, Attorney General of the great state of Texas, joining us. What is the plan this week? Next, navigating through your finances can be really tricky work, especially if you know you have a lot of assets. If you've got a home, for example, knowing whether or not to refinance a mortgage and when is the kind of thing that can seem rather complex. Well, they do good thing. I'm. Okay, don't call that guy. Uh, Count on American Financing. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. You could be able to pay uh, pay off all of your credit cards and save up to $1,000 a month. And you could close in as fast as 10 days. American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Welcome to our Attorney General of the great state of Texas, Ken Paxton. Hi, Ken. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, You know, I I could be better. We could not be looking at a border that is about to uh, just crush, just crush us as a state and as a country, I think. All planned, all planned by this administration. There's no accident here. They've dismantled everything that worked with the Trump administration, all federal laws that prevented illegal immigration, and they've basically partnered up with the cartels to make all of this happen. There's no, there's no other way to put it. How do you, how do you stand by? They 
partnered with the cartels or practically partnered with the cartels? Because they knew. I'm not saying they signed a written agreement or a contract. I'm saying on day one, Joe Biden said, I'm not deporting anybody. He sent the message to the cartels. Hey, you guys can make some money here. Every person they bring across the border, they make eight to $12,000 on. And so not only can they do the human trafficking, but it also signaled to them that Border Patrol was going to be busy processing as many people as they could get there. And that would open up the border for other trades like drugs. So they implicitly knew, hey, we have an opportunity here. We can build a network, not just in, in Mexico, but across Central America and across the United States, because we'll have the billions of dollars to build the infrastructure. And Joe Biden is not just creating a problem for right now. He is creating a problem for the future, which is not only we have a lot of people here that we don't necessarily want here because they may be criminals and because they're here illegally, but we also are going to have a cartel network built up during the Biden administration that's going to be hard to deal with. Mm -hmm. So what is our plan? So, you know, we we continue to file our lawsuits and and to fight in the court, but we also, I know Abbott's sending uh, National Guard troops to try to stop people from coming across the border, which is a, a big step because that's usually what the federal government does. But the biggest problem we have is the cartels don't try to run around Border Patrol. They, they bring them directly to them. It's not like the old days where they were hiding. They are going to Border Patrol. They say one word. It's the word is asylum. And then the border, the border agents transport them around the country before the Biden, you know, for the Biden team. So, so even our National Guard is nothing more than just a, a holding station. It's yeah. Well, and it sounds like Abbott's going to send them back, but it's it's just a small percentage of the total because everybody knows. I, that's why I said this is a partnership. The board, the cartels know where to bring people. They're not like this is not like the his, the rest of the history of our country where people were hiding from Border Patrol. No, the Border Patrol is just a is is a part of the agency of the illegal immigration process. Now they are basically employed to. Uh, continue more illegal immigration. That's what the Biden administration has employed them to do. They're not what they were created to do. They're not doing anything that Congress asked them to do. They're doing what Joe Biden tells them to do, which is illegal. Okay. So, I mean, our state is at stake. I mean, I can't take it with these states up North. New York is, you know, saying that you're collapsing uh, their economy. Chicago is saying Texas is collapsing their economy because they shipped up how many have we even shipped up uh, a few hundred a few thousand yeah. i mean it's ridiculous yeah it's ridiculous we, we're getting two thousand across a day yeah, wait, wait, wait. And, and glenn they they when trump was in office remember they were they were they were complaining that he was he was protecting the border and that's why they said well we'll be a sanctuary city correct well guess what that was easy to say right i mean hypocrisy at its highest easy to say that when you knew Trump was protecting you, but then when you actually get a few hundred or a few thousand, now the reality sets in and you, you, you basically just lied to us and, and, and said something wasn't true, which is you don't really want those people. So what are we doing about it? As I mean, you pump this many people into Texas. We've already changed the balance. We're about to lose our culture as is because so many people have moved in legally but you start changing Texas with this kind of influx, you don't hold on to the culture of Texas very long. No, I mean, it's, it's a reality and it's unfortunate because we're confined by this case that was decided by Justice Roberts and Justice Kennedy under the Obama administration that said that we don't have the right to put 
laws in place to, to control illegal immigration, even if the federal government won't do it. And it's, a, it's, it's, I'm hoping that this thing that the Abbas do with the National Guard will get sued over and we'll go back to the Supreme Court and say, hey, look, you can't let us be in this position where the federal government can pass laws, then not enforce any of them, do just the opposite. And then you, we have to sit around and let all this bad stuff happen to our state. That cannot be the law. And what if they don't sue you? Uh, we'll continue to fight with uh, the remain of Mexico because that's really the key. That's the key case. If we can win that case, they that the asylum stuff has to stop. How and many? That's, where I, that's that's the loophole that they're using to get most of these people in. How many people do you have uh, in National Guard coming down compared to? I mean, I think I think I think well, it's it's Abbott. I think it's fifteen hundred. I mean, I, I I mean, it's not it's not what they need. They need a hundred thousand, right? It's <laughs> Because they need more than we have. We don't have that many. Hmm. Uh, okay. Um, the, the next question I have is, if you have a, uh, a firearm um, and you, you have the, uh, it has the pistol grip and the, uh, the stabilizing brace, what do you do? Because the courts don't seem to be moving. And I think that's up the end of this month, isn't it? Yeah. And the, the, the reality is, I mean, we've asked for an injunction because clearly it's, it's, it's made up. There's no nothing in the law and certainly the Second Amendment that, that lets them do this. So I'm still optimistic that we're going to get a ruling. A lot of times we get rulings last minute on issues like this when yeah, well, there's a deadline. But you have thousands of people just in Texas that this will make them a felon. What do they do with their gun? I mean, they can't wait till the last minute. I mean, what do you do? Should you sell it? Do you turn yourself in on the last day? Uh, do you dismantle it? Honestly, that's a great question. I don't have an answer for it. All I can tell Nobody you is we're fighting. To. Well, it's yeah, it's ridiculous to, to create a crime that you know that relates to the Second Amendment. That people have already purchased these things. They've had them for their for you know decades, and it's. Yeah, it's just it's it's insane. And this, this is un it's unworkable, Ken. I mean, I know oh. you know this. This is all unworkable. You can't I, when he, he, it, there is it, no law anymore. There is no law. It's as frustrating. It's probably more frustrating me because I'm in fighting every day in the courts trying to enforce uh, our constitutional requirements, our laws, and. You know, it's it's it takes a long time and it's challenging when you get a court that says, no, we're, we're just going to ignore that. I mean, because then there is no law. If there if the Constitution allows the president of the United States to have an agency just make stuff up, you're right. We're not in a constitutional republic anymore. And that's a whole different problem, which we're seemingly headed towards. So the governor's office said um, that they are putting up razor wire barriers, et cetera, et cetera. Is that going to be tolerated by the feds uh yeah so far they've never stopped us from doing it <laughs> they've got they've got that you know look most of those people just turn themselves into border patrol so we're we're doing this it makes it harder for people who can't turn themselves into border patrol can imagine how bad they are uh but most people 90 percent probably just walk across the border with cartels drop them off cartels get their cash and then the biden administration does the rest of the deal for them that's what i'm saying there's a partnership it I is know. a absolute it's 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 absolute partnership between the cartels and the Biden administration and the Biden administration knows exactly what they're getting 
They're going to get lots of crime. They're going to get lots of trouble, drugs, people dying. They want it. The um, the FBI, which I don't trust, um, the FBI has come out and said that this shooter was a white nationalist over the weekend here in Texas. And yet he was Hispanic. Do, are you following this at all? Do you get any inside briefing or anything? Yeah, we got none of that uh, from uh, I was in a briefing yesterday. I got nothing like that. So wait, 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 got, wait, what, what do you mean? You got nothing like that? Nobody told us in that briefing. I'm not saying it's not true, but nobody in the briefing brought up any detail. They, they you know, we were meeting with law enforcement. I'm not going to get into specifics, too, because they're not comfortable releasing information right now because they still feel like they don't know enough. So the fact that they would release something like that. I don't trust the FBI at all. And that's just scary. That they would come out. Holy cow. Because the group I'm with, I mean, there were federal agents there. There were state agents there and nobody was re- re- ready even to tell us um, many of the details because they don't want to get it wrong. So if the FBI is out already saying that, I just, here we are again, turning this into politics, which is seemingly what the FBI has become is a, is a, is an arm for the left. And any update on the El Paso uh, deaths with somebody driving their car into the crowd? Yeah, I mean, I don't have any more than what you and I are both reading. Um, Obviously a horrible incident, but that, again, it doesn't get covered like a shooting does because, you know, Joe Biden's not going to make that an issue when it's really he's creating the problem. I've heard this morning that there's a possibility that that was gang, but also could have been drunk driving. You have no clue yet. I have no clue. I have, I don't know anymore. Just, I think what happened in Uvalde where information got out that wasn't accurate. It was said by, you know, law enforcement. I think they're being very careful these days about not saying anything until they absolutely know that it's true. Hmm. FBI I understand. Not. Well, the FBI is political. That's not a they're they're political law enforcement, sort of law enforcement. Can we trust the local FBI? I look. Some of them are great people. They're just, you know, the whole thing's been politicized, starting with Obama. And now now so many of those people are told to do certain things. I I've seen people leave the FBI that because they can't handle the politics. They realize that they're being asked to do things now that are not law enforcement. They're political. And, you know, I have friends that have left the FBI for that very reason. So do I. Um, Ken, thank you for everything. We'll be watching what you guys do um, this week, trying to hold our state together. But uh, We have to. Where else is there to go? I know. There's no place. No place. Thank you so much, Ken Paxton, the uh, Texas Attorney General. I don't think people really understand how dire the situation is going to get this week. Uh, if you if you didn't see the pictures and the video from El Paso last week, you have no idea. You know, and for for you know a few thousand people to be shipped up to New York, and for them to say, "Oh, it's a state of emergency. Uh, we can't handle it." Well, what do you think Texas and Arizona and Nevada and even California are doing? I mean, all the other states that are not border states, what are you complaining about? We're on the verge of losing our states. And far as I'm concerned, I mean, 
You're a sanctuary city. I think we could raise enough money to just have buses go all the time, night and day to those sanctuary cities. Because why is Texas paying for it? Why is Arizona paying for it? Californians, you're on your own. You voted that nonsense in. But we didn't. And they are they are pushing through here because they know it will change the demographics. They know that it will uh, change the culture of Texas, but it's going to change the culture of the entire country. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It doesn't have to be an all white culture. What it does have to be is an American culture, one that understands the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence and the things that we do here that have always made us different. Man, there's going to be a reign of terror on this country with this many people coming across and us not knowing how many people have come from China or overseas that wish us ill. God have mercy on the souls of all those in Washington that are either knowingly executing this or standing by silently. Start to do the things you love again. You know how it used to be in the days before you were dealing with pain all the time? Good days. It wasn't just that you could get around better. You could, you could do everything better. You had a lot more fun while you were doing it. Living with pain doesn't have to be a permanent uh, separation from good times. If you've been living with a lot of pain in your life, I want you to consider trying Relief Factor. Maybe you've tried a lot of different things to combat your pain and nothing's worked. I'm here to tell you that was me. Today is the day. Give Relief Factor a try. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month. So just try the three-week trial pack. It's not a drug, so it won't whack you out. It works on the inflammation in our body, and it works unlike anything I've ever tried. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. Oh, I mean, what's going to kill us? What's going to kill us first? <laughs> There's a lot of options right now. I know this. I, I don't think America understands what's coming this week. I think this week is the with title title 42 week is what this week is to me. And this thing ending. I mean, you're already seeing places like El Paso in a state of emergency yeah, over the it. biggest group to ever cross over in a group in history just happened this weekend that's nothing compared it's to what nothing. happened at least what is expected to happen and over and over again the administration is telling you something honest which we should note they don't normally do this they're telling you something honest which is they've had over a year to prepare for this so whatever happens this week will be an, indic an indication as to how positive their preparation has been. And I, I will say, you know, even if everything goes swimmingly on, on Thursday, they're already in a position where so many people have crossed the border. Their preparation looks like a disaster. 
I mean, even if it just ended the way it is now, you'd be. You'd all they, it was but all they're doing is processing paperwork. They're sending down the military to process people. They're not saying we're, we're going to stop them and turn them around. We'll have 10,000 people at our border just here in Texas. We have two every day here that that we are processing. That's not counting the ones that get across. That's just the ones that are processed. They're going to process 10 every day now, just in Texas. Those numbers, right? I don't know. I mean, the, you know, there's a lot of these numbers are coming out. Um, but over the past four, 14 days, this is nationwide, 106,511 people uh, who Border Patrol observed crossing illegally and stopped or apprehended, plus 36,583 people who Border Patrol observed crossing illegally but were unable to stop for a total of 142,194. Uh, and that's before Title 42 is gone. And look, Title 42 is not the right way to connect, control the border. It was a good idea in the early Stemming. days of COVID, right? It was It's a COVID-era restriction. We all know the COVID emergency is over. Right now, the Biden administration has held on to this, not because they believe the COVID emergency is there, because this is the only way they can deal with the border at all. So now that's going away, which it should go away. We should just actually enforce, enforce the, the border laws. and the laws that exist. Instead, they want to do neither. I'm so, so sick ugly. of them putting more laws and restrictions on the average person and then turning around and letting our cities become Gotham and lawlessness, have protests that turn violent where they burn a billion dollars worth of American goods and cities, kill people left and right, let the border just hemorrhage, and we have to worry about new laws they're creating for us, the people. This is unsustainable. Unsustainable. The Glenn Beck Program. So Donna writes in about her dog's experience with Rough Green. She says, my dog, Odie, uh, an elongated wiener dog, is 15 years old. How do you elongate uh, a dachshund? I mean, is it like a limo dog? I'm not sure. We just Anyway, uh, she's 15 years old, and she would not eat her dog food, only human food. But since I got Rough Green... He licks, I guess it's a he, he licks the bowl clean every single time. And then he stares at me. I know what he wants. Rough greens. Thanks so much. Donna, you are welcome. Dog food is dead food. And everybody knows that nutritious stuff is not brown. It's green. Rough greens. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black invented this solution for your dog to keep him healthy and happy and active, full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. You just sprinkle it on the food and you can get your first bag free. You just pay for shipping. First bag free, roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens, R-U-F-F greens dot com slash Beck or call uh, 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-GLEN-33. To say it gently, you're not going to be getting the truth on the border this week from mainstream media. Instead, go to Blaze TV, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn.
Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago we told you about a small community that is trying to keep a communist uh, company out of the farmland, out of this uh, particular area? And the city is very excited because it's going to cause so many jobs, but it's a communist country uh, and or company, and it is coming from China. Uh, it's full of a lot of really bad things in their charter. So people had a little rally. Well, the woman who said, you can use our farm to rally on, suddenly gets a knock on the door from what's called Medard, which is what exactly, Stu? The, of course, Medard is the Michigan Department of Agricultural uh, and Rural Development, which, of course works to assure food safety, protect uh, animal and plant health, sustain environmental stewardship, provide consumer protection, enable rural development, and foster efficient administration operations through service, partnership, and collaboration. Oh, wow. I like those three. But they have armed forces, too. <laughs> um, so the woman who uh, has had the knock on the door, an investigation from one complaint, Lori Brock joins us now. Hello, Lori. Hi there. How are things? You know, we're we're hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not good. That's not good. So, Lori, you held a rally, or you allowed a rally to happen on your farm. Um, yeah. Are you? How close will you be to this plant? Uh, directly across the street. Oh, good. So that's good for your property value. Uh, and, uh, so you're, they're going to move across the street and you say that, um, you have had several people malign you, um, the, 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 uh, the company, the VP of, uh, Goshen has made remarks that you say are, are slander as has the town supervisor, right? Yes. Jim Chapman's the town supervisor and, both he and uh, Chuck Thielen, he's the vice president of Goshen, have publicly and uh, privately told people that I, um, my farm is located on an industrial zone and shame on me for building there. And uh, you wouldn't want to use her as, you know, the whole, oh, not a good realtor because that's what my profession is because I don't even know the zoning, you know, ordinances. And my property is absolutely on agricultural land. And so, but they've gone after everybody that speaks out against them in some way or another, and they try to discredit you. So this has been ongoing. And so the latest attempt has been to use Medard. Now, what was the accusation that brought these people out? Um, I got a call on Monday. I guess the complaint was filed the the Monday after I had the rally on the farm. No, what a coincidence. Coincidence, yeah. Yeah. And so they came out, um, and they said that I had, uh, you know, the farm with it was a blight condition and that it was in, you know, bad shape, and we had manure runoff into the pond. And, um, okay, my farm, I take impeccable care of it. If you talk to anybody that was at that rally, there is no way that there was anything like that on, on our property. I have 20, 20 horses and a few rescue animals, and I have 145 acres. So there's, it has plenty of room for the amount of animals that we have. Um, this was just pure harassment is what it was. Um, but they, they, did send, they didn't send me a citation. They called me and said that, you know, that my farm was there. They were starting a full investigation onto my farm and that they would be there on the following Thursday, which was last week. Um, 
So on that Thursday, um, Ambassador Pete Hoekstra showed up to help me. Mm. And he, he showed up, and uh, we had some TV um, people there as well. And the lady that came to do the investigation only pulled into the driveway. And she said, you know, Lori, there's no complaint here. She goes, your farm's beautiful. There's no, absolutely no issues at all. We're closing the file. And I invited her up. I said, why don't you come up here? We'd like to talk to you. And she absolutely declined and wouldn't come up. And I said I had a letter from um, our representative, Thomas Kuntz, because he felt that this was an overreach of government power and that they were weaponizing um, the government against me um, because I'm asking tough questions against Ergoshan. Um, we have a huge threat of lithium dust, and it's a communist-operated factory, and they won't answer any environmental questions whatsoever. In fact, when I brought it up in a board meeting, um, one of the, board, the directors of uh, Green Township threw my request for environmental in- information into the trash. So it's just been a nightmare. I mean, absolutely. But they did, they did say that they were going to file an investigation on them for the misuse of power. Whether that goes anywhere, I don't know. But I'm glad that at least someone was sticking up for us. So who is going to launch an investigation? It's like when the police are bad. Well, we're going to launch an investigation on ourselves. Who is? Well, it, it wasn't him. It was Representative Thomas Kuntz. Um, okay. Was was asking for an investigation to be started against MDART. Okay. And for the um, you know, and he sent it in. He actually gave me a copy to give to the lady, but she wouldn't come up the driveway to get it. So we emailed it to her. Now, is that because she knew that there were people waiting for her, or why did she not come up the driveway? Do you think? I don't know. She said that she. She she took one look at the farm and said that there was definitely no complaints whatsoever. And that <laughs> Wait, they were she said that to... at the gate? Yeah. <laughs> she never wow. got out of her car. Wow. Yeah. So she never, it was like a, it was just, I, I believe in my heart it was just a harassment call just because I, I'm standing against them and I'm speaking out loudly against them. And every time that, that Chuck Zeelan, you know, we did a radio interview and I, I caught him lying to me repeatedly. And, you know, from the communist part to the, the community support to the hourly wage, they've lied about everything. And he doesn't like it because I pointed it out uh, publicly. So how do they answer? I mean, the communist part is really pretty amazing. I mean, they, they have in their own, um, you know, I, I guess, handbook or constitution, you know, for the, the company. Yeah. That they have to, they abide by the rules of China. Uh, and they even have to have an outreach, a communist party outreach within the country, within the company and for the children. Yes, we found we found all of that. And when we did the radio interview with them, we brought it up to them and they denied it. They've denied it strongly for two months, even though we had the we had the bylaw or their association bylaws. They've denied it until it went on. I believe it was on Fox News, and when they show, when we showed the the article, the you know that talks about the communism. At that point, Chuck Thielen says, "Oh, okay, well, it's just, uh, you know, it's it's in there, but it doesn't really matter, and we just trust us. We're never going to use that, and we're not oh. we're not going to follow that." And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't trust anything you say. You know, I'm yeah. like, you can say that, but we don't. You have lied to us repeatedly about this whole project, so we don't we don't feel any trust with you at all." So, so. does. Does he does he think that the Communist Party of China doesn't mean those things? 
That's what he said. He said they, huh. that's a boiler point, and it, it's just in all of it, and then we shouldn't pay <laughs> yeah. attention to that. Yes, I'm like, I, because it was they mean it. Yeah, right. Yeah. We don't mean that. It's in our in our stuff, but we don't mean it. Mm. I know. So, Lori, um, how is the fight going? You know, it's tough. Um, every we thought we, were, we we we've done very well as tar- as far as turning some people against them, and um, one of the the Big Rapids Township has has voted to to say no to the rezoning because um, last week they were trying to rezone oh, hundreds of acres into industrial from our agriculture and forestry land into um, industrial. That that came out and they said that they weren't going to, you know, they were voting against it. Right after that, they pulled the zoning off of the um, the docket for the meeting on Thursday. But we all still showed up. And there were probably three to 400 people there that were against it, talking to the uh, zoning commission saying, please don't bring this here. We don't want it here. We don't need the jobs. They keep saying we need jobs, and we don't. I brought them a, we, I did a bunch of research, and there's almost 1,800 jobs available in Acosta County right now that aren't being taken mm. and that are absolutely, anybody can go on Indeed and look it up. Um, and so all their arguments for pushing this company into our community don't make any sense at all. And then the, them to try to build this, they, they said the the Goshen plant was first going to be half a million square feet, then it was a million, then two million, then two weeks ago it was three million square feet. Now in an article just written a couple of days ago, Jim Chapman, the township supervisor, said 5.5 million square feet. I mean, this thing is just growing and growing, and they don't, they don't have any environmental reports. They haven't filed CFIUS reviews. We, we've got no, no, nothing to go on, and it's, it's really frustrating for all of us because we don't want them here, and they're not following any of the rules. They've, they've not told the truth about anything concerning this plant. It's truly remarkable. Lori, thank you for standing up in your own uh, community. Um, I really appreciate it. I, I would hope that... I don't know how you vote, but I would hope that there's people that voted for both sides uh, or, you know, f- differently than, let's say, me that are standing with you. Is that happening? You know, the one thing I can say is that whether you're Republican, Democrat, liberal, doesn't matter. We're all in this together and we all don't want them. And our numbers are growing every day. I Excellent. mean, the more we get this out in front of everybody, the more people that are coming to our meetings and the more we're pushing back. And I just got to throw this out there. If anybody wants to help us, we're trying to raise money for legal costs. And you can text NOGO to 801801, and that would help us tremendously because we have a huge fight on our hands, and we definitely need legal help for sure. And it is what what text again? It's NOGO, like no-go, okay. to 801801. 801801, no-go. Thank you so much, Lori. I appreciate it. Oh, my God. Thank you for having us on. I I appreciate you. You bet. God bless. All right. Uh, As these companies um, tie into our governments, and that's exactly what's happening there, as they tie into our governments, they're going to jam more and more stuff down our throats. Uh, And, you know, I I don't want to hassle in my life. But I, I certainly do not want to stand with the companies that are doing everything they can, quite honestly, just to dismantle us piece by piece. And there are companies now, the phone companies, that are doing their own part of it. Get out of the big three mobile carriers, please. Would you try Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider? 
They have dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks, so you get the best possible service in your area, and you aren't simultaneously helping fund the destruction of our country. They actually stand for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, the Second Amendment, our military veterans, first responders, and they have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team that makes switching incredibly easy. So do yourself, do your country a favor. Switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the uh, Glenn Beck Program. Do you remember the name Nick Adams, Stu? Yeah, for sure. He was the guy... 2014 2015 he somehow or another we got a hold of him in australia yeah that sounds right and he was a huge huge fan of america Mm -hmm. and he was like what the heck are you guys doing (laughs) uh and he wanted to come over the obama administration tried to keep him out um he uh, had a green card then it was canceled uh and this audience uh got him in Uh, really put pressure on the Obama administration. So he got his green card back. He's just become an American citizen. And he has started something called Flag USA, flagusa.org. And I was speaking at their dinner. um, What was it? Saturday night. uh, And it went out to Tampa, Florida. And and, uh, it, it was just such a great collection of people. And I want you to go to Flag usa.org and go to probably shop let me look here yeah shop and it'll take you to their resources they have these booklets for teachers and for parents on the constitution on the declaration of independence on the federalist papers uh citizens guide to the electoral uh college um, they have it in Spanish. They have teacher's guides, mm. it, it, critical race theory, you name it, including topics uh, at the dinner table for your kids or your grandkids. You can order these books and they're just they're they're like, a, I don't know, old boys life magazine uh, almost or a, kind of that heavy stock like highlights mm. used to be. I don't mm-hmm. know if you even remember those, um, but uh, flag org, And I think the constitution was, was written with the help of Scalia and his office. Uh, so it is right on the money. And all it does is just teach what's in the constitution, what's in the declaration of independence and why it's important and we have to repair this. We are so bad at learning our own history. We're never going to save it if we don't know what we're trying to save. Yeah, the left always tries to paint us as anti-immigration. But, I mean, I I'm often find immigrants are the best at this. Oh, right? yeah. Like, because they appreciate the country more than sometimes Americans yeah, do. Yeah, and not people who are just coming for a job. Right. There could be people coming from Germany or China or Mexico that just want a job and they're coming over here and they don't really care. Those people who look at us and go, man, 
I want what they have. They that's right. the right that's the way to do it. Right. Not that's, desire for jobs or money or just, you know, convenience. The 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 ability to chart your own course, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure. I mean, it's really it's crazy. People who are 25 years old, they don't remember they don't remember an airport without security. You know? Yeah, that, 25 I mean, years old. I, I do I remember it, and it feels weird that it occurred. Like, you could just walk up to the gate. Right. You'd get off the gate, and then your parents would be standing yeah, there. I, I remember that. Every, you know, I remember that. Yeah. I remember the America that was in the, you know, 60s, 70s, and 80s. And that was a different place, as far as freedom goes. We still had the same kind of problems but people in your own local community you were free without all this federal government regulation there was a huge difference we've got to know what those rights are that we're losing quickly uh flag flag go to flag usa.org Go to uh, shop and grab these booklets for your family, for the neighbors, kids, for the teachers you know. Grab them now. The Glenn Beck Program.